0: IGA, it's shopping nights, IGA, where the price is right, Seaford North IGA, for your groceries and liquor, IGA Express, there's nothing quicker.
1: Welcome, everyone. We're here for show two. I don't know how we survived uh, show one, but we did. We got through the senses and we're, we're here again. Tonight. Someone wasn't
0: listening last week, were <laughs> they? Otherwise, we wouldn't be here.
1: Uh, welcome, Chef. Welcome, Koch. Yes, thank you. And we've also got uh, James Bell with us here tonight. He's going to have a chat later on about uh, his business and a little bit about his volunteering work he's doing down at Chelsea Heights Football Club. Evening, gentlemen. Evening. But tonight is our, really our Eddie Ash show, but... Uh, First of all, we'll let's talk about the AFL. What a game. Carlton Collingwood is absolute classic. What a game.
0: Mate, I am, I've am. i never had so many heart attacks in my life in the last couple of weeks. Lucky I've given up the darts and the
1: booze.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, what I love
2: about it was Todd was saying he's over people jumping on Collingwood's uh, wagon. I am. Wagon. <laughs> Stay off it and hate us because it's better.
3: Because it's just more beer I have to share in when we win it. So you prefer eh? people to hate Collingwood than jump on the bandwagon? Well,
0: it's just a weird thing if people like Collingwood and they say they do. I had a friend of mine, um, Serena Cortez. She has I've got a I've got a, I've got something you admit. And I said, "What is it?" She has I really like Jack Inman. I'm thinking
4: she's, <laughs> you know, I mean? you don't like it, no, you hate him. <laughs> That's right. So I
0: don't even I can't like just I can't do it. Just yeah. hate him. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Just do it. Doesn't matter in what else we got on what else it's a good game it was a good game yeah, seriously well, just,
1: just gonna see if we got this little AFL promo which is basically we've got 8 teams left 8 teams left let's just see if we can get this up and running
0: what makes an epic story a great show there's gotta be something at stake a beloved hero on a mission new stars staking their claim or the vanquished seeking redemption a great story builds towards its crescendo. With twists and turns, new plots unfold. And transformation is made possible. The legend
3: becomes immortal. There are tears of sorrow and joy. And a little bit of magic. Sorry, but the most important part of the story is the ending.
0: It can bring an audience to its feet. An epic story is a show not to be missed. Eight stories, one ending. Oh, there we go. That's pretty Ooh, inspiring, that's inspiring and loud.
1: Yes, it is very <laughs> loud. <laughs> really? It was well. inspiring. Loved it. Loved it. Um, just a few a few local results for the weekend. Uh. Southern Football League Division Two: Darvyn uh, defeated Keysborough quite, quite convincingly actually. Uh, in the elimination final: Caulfield ended East Brighton season. Two
0: horrible games. Oh, were they they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and down and Mortiellik at the moment is just it's mud and no, horrible, no. hardly any grass. Wow. Lovely everything else, but uh, it's terrible there at the moment. I was yeah. down
3: there last night. They had the centre square pretty much roped off. Yeah. Wow. It was mud. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: and we've got some more rain coming. I think uh, uh, this
0: week. Well, like the, the heights of the the weather hasn't dictated the height season this year, and they've actually probably played better in in the in the shittier weather. So, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, it's, it's going to be a different different ground for everyone because I don't think you're used to playing on like, like a mud mud heap. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah it could be very different. But yeah, yeah a couple of one sided results there, and they were pretty average. You know, but that's the way it is. That's footy, isn't it? That's
1: it exactly. Uh, and of course the. Um, Southern Division 1 starts this week. Uh, Mornington Peninsula Div- uh, Division 1 starts this week. In Division 2, Wiggy Canavan's uh, Somerville defeated Karingal. And in the elimination, uh, Pearsdale ended uh, Devon Meadows' season. Happy to hear that. Happy to hear that?
2: Yeah, I like Pearsdale over Devon Meadows. Yeah? I must admit.
1: I didn't mind, didn't mind the old Devon Meadows. Back mm-hmm. in the day. See, good Goodbyes. Geelong, Geelong Colours.
2: Oh, oh it's, yeah, it's always something, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. hey Nate, Name one player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll get back to you. Yeah. Captain?
0: Yeah. That's it. Vice Captain? S- Smithy? Smithy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about Robbo? <laughs> yeah. Robbo? Yeah, yeah Macca. Yeah. Jotto's a good bloke, yeah, too. You want, your yeah, your mate. Your mate.
1: we we're about Do we want go around the grounds? Might be time to... Um who are we in to contact? We got the um Well it's early night, so it's uh, we've got Mark Fitcher on tonight. And I, I believe he's got a little bit of experience in radio. We've just heard from a I have. We've been bird. surrounded
0: by a couple of professionals here at the moment. I which know. Just got my nerves going.
1: Yeah.
0: Jingo. Jingo.
5: On. How
0: are you? Very well. Mr. Fitcher. Oh, we're we on air
5: now. Hey guys, how's it yeah. going? Good <laughs> thanks,
0: mate. How are you? <laughs> didn't realise we we're on air.
5: How are you
0: guys? Yeah, we're good. Now listen, as we told Dave Lee last week, you can't say the F word or the C word and he dropped two and <laughs> two and one in thirty seconds.
5: <laughs> I promise you I won't, mate. It's G rated tonight, boys. No worries at all.
0: No worries. How you been? I'm
5: good, mate. I'm good. I'm just um mate, it's actually funny. Johnny Hines, the great Johnny Hines has just rolled up Tomorrow. Oh, no, our pizza's getting delivered Heinz is coming over <laughs> as well to get a massage Thank you champion, have a good night Sorry I'm just on the radio boys. <laughs> 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 Mate, Mate um, it's always a little bit crazy When I'm involved, sorry lads
0: Not, not wrong, so well, welcome to Local Footy Legends um, We're going to stitch up Paul Martella tonight, But he's uh, He's apparently Sunning himself in Barley drinking Bing tangs <laughs>
5: right he loves it Buddy that's fine Mate I was happy to, happy to step in and Help you guys out No worries at all Yeah boys. Appreciate you, I appreciate like, call. When I got that
0: Called me Whenever buddy Well we rang We also rang Ox I tried to get him And he wouldn't Return my calls Or anything and yeah, I realise, busy like, man. well, I, I realise you guys have a, a, a tough season And then also I realise that he backs to Carlton So this probably would not <laughs> returning my calls <laughs> But he, he
5: did, Yeah, he, him and, well, he, Locke's i uh, Locke, he works for me, mate So he's been a bit grisly all week as well, buddy So oh, I'll just um, be, the I'll, old blue bag It was horrible, wasn't it? I could not believe it happened I don't Two know about horrible
0: <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> um, no, but Ox was kind, kind enough to um, give me a few numbers and have a quick chat to him today. He, he's, he's he's actually words, were, um, I'm not doing that shit. Why would I listen to that shit of people talking shit yeah. about themselves?
5: Yeah, just leave it up. to I like to talk, mate. You can leave it up to me. That's fine.
0: Yeah, and then uh, Paul Martelli goes, "Give Fitcher a ring."
5: <laughs> so we, we're every
0: uh, we're always going to get you on the show anyway. We just got in a bit earlier, so.
5: That's fine, mate. No worries at all, Toddy. Um, yeah, so
0: tell us your role uh, at the club and your association with e- EDS before we get into a few more questions.
5: Okay, mate. So this year I've sort of just been um, just working, r- running the bench for the, for Maka in the ones, buddy. I, I coached the twos for the last five or so years and um, just changed up the role this year. Um, with Maka coming in as a fresh coach, he really wanted to freshen things up, so... Um, Mark McCulloch jumped on board to coach the twos and, um, mate, look, it's been fantastic because Mark McCulloch is just a great, um, teacher and he's just really mentored the the twos boys really well. And I've enjoyed stepping into the new role on, on Saturdays as well, mate, and working with the ones group. And, um, yeah, look, the twos, the twos went okay this year. They, they lost on the weekend and, and so I think Sorrento ended up beating Red Hill uh, the other way around, which... Actually, um, meant that the Twos boys just left, the, uh, missed out on the finals, so they they had a pretty good year, mate, without um, getting to the business end of the season. Yeah. But um, yeah, look, it was it's just been one of those years, mate. It's just been one of those years where the last kick in the guts was the the um, result not going our way for the Twos boys this week and and missing out on the finals as well. Just on the radio, Hindsie. Hey, just say good day to Johnny Heinz boys. Hey,
0: Hindsy, Hey
5: lads, how are we? Very, very good, <laughs>
0: thanks, mate. Now, yeah uh, so
5: mate it's been one of those years but look you know what it's it's not the end of the world mate we're um we're pretty pretty positive and everything is um starting to put, get put in place where we can go back down to divi 2 next year and um you know really regroup as a club try to just rebuild a bit of a winning culture back in the place because um it's been a bit tough over the last few years that's where cool. we haven't been getting the sort of the results I I was having a bit of a scroll through today, boys, when um, you said that you were going to call me. And I was just having also. look. And in 2019, we only won five games. And then we obviously didn't play in 2020. And and then in 2021, last year, we only won the two games. And um, so we were nearly um, – we were in relegation battle again last year. And we oh. beat Red Hill, um, which mean when. And then the 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 season got cancelled the last two games, which probably would have meant Pines went down if they did it last year. Um, so they didn't do it. So we ended up staying up. But yeah, this has been a bit of a battle, mate. It's been a bit of a battle, guys. We um we sort of, I was just going through it, we lost about 10 senior players from last year's list, which which really hurt us. I mean, we probably lost over 1,000 games of senior footy experience.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mate, look, it makes it tough. With the heights went through the same thing after two thousand seventeen. Yeah, uh, we lost. Yeah. If you have a look at that, the local paper, and I've still got it of the faces in it. There's thirteen, fourteen boats not there anymore. Yeah, and yeah. We, we were the same bait and it will come down to the last game of I was listening at work, and, and it, it, unfortunately for us, it fell in our favor. Our favor, yeah. I mean that that happens to everyone, and it's, yeah. it, it's basically how you how you fight back, how your club sticks fat and looks after each other. Yeah, and, 100%. A per, and a perfect example is, is probably the heights at the moment where we are. From from there, from one kick away from getting relegated, to you know next week we play off, and if we get we get up, we're in a grand final again. So, hundred well, you know, percent. Stick stick together, look after each other. You know, you got to the, the enjoyment will come. You know, it's, like I said, it's not the end of the world. You've just got to stick fat, look after each other, have a have a goal, and you know just take care of each other, and it, it'll work yeah, around. I- it always works in circles.
5: Hundred percent, and and you're not know, you're not you're not guaranteed to go straight back up. That's the, that's the no. thing. So, I mean, you look at your, your um Set Morningtons and Seafords and Chelsea's and, and I were up in Div One. I mean, that Mornington and Seaford and Chelsea they were powerhouses in Div One, like uh, over their time, and oh. they sort of go back down, and and it's a real battle. So, we're, we're we're under no illusions that we can just go back down there and really and win it and get straight back up. We know there's a lot of hard work to do. So and which and a real positive on that side of things is I mean we we had twenty nine um, exit meetings with the boys last night and twenty seven of them resigned.
0: Yeah, beautiful.
5: Um, and the two guys that that didn't sign are, are just not, not they're not leaving the club. They're just um, taking maybe going overseas and just taking a year off. So uh, the buy in from the playing group has just been just been fantastic all yeah, i mean we probably average about 50 on the track every night even through going through these hard times and that's that's not counting the under 19s as well so that i mean the the, the dedication and the, and the work around the club hasn't hasn't subsided at all it's just the only thing we're not we're not doing is just getting the results like yeah. everything else is sort of you know right on track that's so just it's it, not, in time it's not the end of the world mate and you go, mate. I just
0: interrupted nah, you. No, that's fine. that's in time. Like you see, you get the boys sticking around and everyone's still good and there's a good vibe. It'll just, yeah. it'll Just, you know, it's just hard work. It's more hard work, more <laughs> hard work. You know, it's that 10% you didn't do this year that it'll pay off. But I have to just ask yeah. you one question. There's a go bloke I work it, with called uh, Matt Hall. Do you know of him?
5: I do I do know Hall. He's well, a legend, mate. Is he, oh, he's he, a great fella.
0: He's a good young fella at work. He's He's got a bit of a strut. Um,
5: yeah, can
0: he play? I've never asked yeah, him about it. I don't embarrass anyone about their playing skills, but um Hey
5: I've coached Hawley for the last five years and I've never le- seen him lose a one on one, buddy. I love him. Really? He's a great fella. Yeah, he's a great fella. No, he's a good so he 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 was sort of in and out of the twos a little bit this year, but um but he's always there. He's always puts his hand up. He helps out Macker on the bench, uh Mark McCulloch on the bench in the twos. He's just a genuine club person, mate, and, and mate, he's – I suppose I hug everyone when I see him, mate, but I, he's one of those guys that I just give him a big hug and a kiss on his cheeks every time I see him. I really enjoy his company. So, mate, he, he you need people like that around the footy club, don't you guys, like who – even though things aren't going their way, they're not getting a game, they still buy in. Yeah. So that's where you, That's where your culture comes from, and nah, and he- the, col- the culture of the places is really sound with all our young guys, and – they're all best mates. They all hang out together. They all, you know, they they're, they're a yeah, great bunch of that, guys. he
0: so. told me a, a couple of stories of what happened over there, and you know, stories that we don't tell. But there's a couple of them are funny. <laughs> but yeah, he comes across to me as a, as a really young, a, a nice young man. I'm hoping he's listening tonight. I've tried to give him to sort of plug it a little bit and share it on the page. I spoke to Darren Williams today. I think I forgot me no I think <laughs> shared it on the page. So anyway, we'll, we'll get yep. on it. Um, so the rede- re- redevelopment um, Have you seen the plans? Apparently the, Is there a poor martello room Getting built? Me <laughs> <laughs> hey, or no, Aaron
5: Will be having an arm wrestle Over <laughs> who it's named after Buddy Don't worry about that Mate that's... But uh, look It's just It's just going to change The whole place Like It's We're, we're a sport It's going to turn the place Into a sporting club now Where You know The netball's involved And the, we've got the girls footy We've got the junior club And the footy club And, and stuff like that like that, and it's just going to be all under the one, all under the one banner. Yeah. And there's a um, separate committee, and they're all working together. And mate, we we always sort of say, and I'm I'm big on this. So like everyone, everyone who walks through the door is just as important as the, the best player in the ones, mate. So the everyone will be treated the same. Everyone feels like it's their their own place, mate. We're gonna have um, just A grade facilities, like with a gym, and you know facilities for the girls' footy, and. And stuff like that. I actually, I think there's even a bistro going in and stuff so you can get meals there every
0: Really? Night. Do
5: they, Yeah, do so they, it's really turning. I, I, do I they know need a chef? I'm pretty sure that, yeah, we might need a chef. We might buddy. need That's a chef. Good. But yeah, it's just going to change the whole, like the whole complexion of the place. I mean, I mean, you look at Seaford and stuff now. You walk in there, and it just looks amazing, doesn't it? Oh, like
0: even, it's, even here at Caram, um, I haven't been to Morty Ellic yet. The same thing, and like, that, that's what oh, I'm struggling with too. We haven't got any facilities for for ladies or girls or stuff like that. So, yeah,
5: like, and it, but, it, but it brings professionalism, mate. That's oh, absolutely, what it does. like you can bring people into your club, and and you just, I mean, our clubs run by business people. That's the strength of the club. They're they're really strong on the business side of things and and they run the footy club like a business. And so um, you sort of need to, to play at the top level these days and have everything going well off the field just as well as on and to have the great facilities and everything where, you know, we've got something to offer, you know, young families and everything like that and women to get involved in the footy club, mate. The more you can have of that. The the better the place is, and, and that that ends up turning into results like on the field,
0: I believe. Mate, happy happy wife, happy life. Like, mate, if you get in the footy club and, and they're happy and they're dancing, and they're drinking and whatever and thing, that means, oh, daddy, can I save for another two beers or whatever? Couple ha- more handles, mate. That's Couple it. more handles. Well, actually, I find myself wanting to go home and texting the girl, when we go home, and she just looks <laughs> like you silly old man.
5: <laughs> I love Nicole, mate. She's a
0: legend. Yeah, she's not, not bad. Don't give her a, too much for a blagger. She's probably to listening to anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but the, yeah.
5: yeah, yeah sorry, you go. sorry, buddy. That's okay. I was
1: just going to ask you. You basically pretty much answered my question here. But you're such a been a, such a strong club off the field in what you've been able to absorb with your juniors, your women's football. Your netball, um, so everything's just clicking along nicely there. It's just that, yeah. Again, like you've just said, just getting the senior team back, back rolling and, and going down a division. So, yeah,
5: exciting time. One hundred percent. So, and I think the key for that is like we're we we're, we're a team of young local juniors. Like I was just looking today. So 17, 17 players in, in, from the last game that we played on 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 Saturday had played at the junior club in the ones. So, And we, we've actually played 48 players on the list this year and se- playing senior footy. So we haven't got many recruits in there and stuff like that. We're building, a, we're building around the, the club's youth, and the, the, the junior club's just got junior teams like coming out of everywhere, mate. There's plenty of them. So we need, we need probably 50 to 100 games in these kids in a winning culture for them to go up and be able to develop and play well at the one level. And, th- and I think that's the key, do you know what I mean? Like Mount Eliza do it beautifully. They, they do it they, – they just they've, they've actually bloody worked out how to do it. They develop their kids so well, and all their – they recruit three or four or maybe five under-19s straight into their ones every year. Yeah,
0: yeah that's amazing. the key. I mean, the, like I said, I'm going to plug the chart. The Heights are getting a 16 side next year. Yeah. For the first time in God knows how long, you know what I mean? And, and you, it just helps so much. You to do you know what I mean? It helps like, so much. Like, we're pretty proud of the fact that our captain, um, Rob Mack, is, is a local Chelsea Heights kid, yeah. you yep. know what I mean? And then he makes a like. local Chelsea Heights kids and stuff like that. So that's the beauty of local footy and, and keeping them all invested. That way their parents are invested and stuff, and your club becomes a better club because it's your local 100%.
5: Club, so. And there's so many kids around. Like, look at Chelsea Heights. Well, they're Bomb Beach YCW now, and Carrum Junior Footy Club and all that. It's just – there's junior teams coming out. Like, there's just everywhere. There's kids everywhere. So – if you if you can offer a sound environment, a safe environment, and and give them a good place to play, I mean, you can really lock into some good local youth. And then, mate, you don't need to go out and spend the money every year. Uh,
0: That's it. You it's, know, it's, I mean, I who, who wants to and who's got it these days anyway? So, hundred percent.
5: Yeah, it's a hey, different uh, way of looking
2: Fitzy, at it. I've got a question for you. What I'm looking go forward for. to is. Uh EDS and Chelsea. So when I was growing up in the 90s, that was the game to go to. Now
5: It was great, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it was really enjoyable. Now, I'm looking forward to uh, 2023 when you two play each other. Uh, that's going to be very entertaining. How do you feel the players will handle that?
5: Uh, mate, I, look, I've played in a lot of them. Um, and it was for the the best on ground. Got the Dave Baker medal. I remember Nathan Dunn won four of them, mate. And we still talk about it every time I see him having a beer. But, mate, it, it, it used to be Sundays and... It's quite. Well, it's quite interesting. I spoke to Ox and I saw Davey Willett at Freddy's uh, the other day, and because we played Bomb Beach on Good Friday, um, I sort of said to put it forward to him. Well, they would have been thinking about it anyway. I thought, well, we should play them on Good Friday. Yeah, That's a
2: great just idea. Just to
5: make that work straight away. Um, whether that happens, I'm not too sure. Or definitely whether we go back to the Sunday game, because mate, it was gr- it was great. Everyone'd get down there. It was a big crowd. You'd, you'd really. You really get yourself up for it, so I'm hoping that that um, that comes about next year. I mean, as I said, we're, we're, we are we're we're sort of rekindling some good rivalries with Mornington and Chelsea and Seaford as well. So yeah,
2: exactly. mate,
5: there's still some good footy to play. There's still some really good um, you know local derbies and mate. It's going to be it's an exciting year, I, I believe. I reckon there's um a lot of positives of going back and and um watching the kids grow in that at that level against these teams and you know playing maybe against. Lists that are in the same position as us, not lists that are, you know, stacked with yeah. ex-AFL players Excellent. and VFL players.
0: Mate, and get them. Someone Like, you old blokes should get in them and talk about the rivalry and get them wound up, because there's nothing better than a local derby to get everyone oh, yes, involved, because yes. everyone's got their side on that day where they... Whether it's EDS or Bomb Beach or Chelsea, you'll have the rivalries, and it's a great <laughs> thing to <laughs> have in local footy.
5: Now, mate, mate, you spend five minutes with Al Glanville, mate, and you'll find out how many rival- rivalries we've got in this league, mate. He <laughs> he just sits in, he hates them all, he loves them all, but he says, "Boys, come on, we've got to beat this mob." Mate, nearly every team, Al Glanville's the best at doing that kind mate, of stuff.
0: That, I've been that all my life. I, you know, only until a couple of years ago, I begrudgingly showed a bit of respect for EDS. I've never liked Chelsea, never liked yeah. Bomb Beach, <laughs> and we've never actually played them. <laughs> <laughs> we never even played them You know what I mean That's how, I that's how much I take rivalry from
5: yep. Yeah I love it Mate I used to hate everyone I, I played against But that's now it. I like it Now I like well, it As you get older Stay you, back you, in their rooms you, and stuff Yeah, yeah, yeah how
0: exactly. I it. Uh, Finally mate Give the club have you got any uh, upcoming events Any past, uh, past players uh, Presentation With, days I ne- think all <laughs> the netballers are in the finals this year Yeah the netballers
5: at the A grade are in the finals this week um, so the results went their way last weekend So that'll be great, mate all, I'm sure all the guys will get down and watch that And then obviously presentation night
0: It's the Thursday, be night. Thursday before grand final day, isn't it, I think?
5: I think it is, yes, mate That's I know, the it's me. It. He goes, yeah,
0: make sure yeah, you get that right, Fitch won't remember
5: Yeah, yeah, they normally they normally do it that, that night that, We've done that that night for the last few years and, one, so, and then, mate, it'll just be about giving the guys a bit of a spell now I think they're, they're mentally... Oh, mate, mentally give, pretty drained, give him, mate. Give them so a rest. to be good for... Yeah. <laughs> give them a rest. Let them their... do what
0: they've got to do. Cricket season's coming up. Get some sunshine in. You go down the beach, have a few beers. Forget it. Attack it next year.
5: And relax, mate. And re- we'll regroup and we'll go again.
0: Absolutely. Now, one, you got anything on the great man, Aaron Martello? I've tried, oh, I've mate, tried how to dig some... Well How Well, there's what he's going to tell us, and then there's the truth.
5: Nah, nah. Everything he tells you will be the truth, mate. Don't worry. He, he doesn't mind talking about himself. So... Uh, um, you'll you'll be there for a while, a while boys. Don't worry about that.
0: <laughs> I, I worded him up the other week. Actually, I rang him. I said it's about like a footy legend. Said, oh, "Why'd you ring me?" I thought, you know, why I rang you. you know
5: what I mean? Yeah, because he is a legend.
0: Absolutely.
5: He he does he does amount of work around the club. The Martello family—they're brilliant, mate. Um, so I'm I'm going to sit back and listen to the interview as well, guys.
0: Good on so, you, mate. And feel free to ring in and just question anything he just gets a little bit off track with.
5: I <laughs> oh, will, buddy, yeah, for memory. sure. And. Uh, Feel free to ring me whenever you want, guys. That's no worries.
0: Mate, can't thank you enough, Fitch, for everything you've done for local footy, the heights and everything. You're a, a positive man, and we all like to be around your presence, and I'll still never, till the day I die, remember that day in Isn't 2017. The grand,
5: when the grand final saw and went, buddy, That's the one, stand, mate. You stand the next year. Yeah. You're
0: a good man. Oh, thanks, mate. You're a great man yourself. Take care, and um, yeah, listen listen in.
4: Thanks, Fitch. Thanks, Have friends. a good show, boys. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Thanks, mate. If a tree falls, and no one can... Is there to hear it fall? Does it make a noise? So, does a penguin get cold? What way does your bathwater go, clockwise or anti-clockwise? When you take the plug out, you know these are questions which are going to be asked of us. These are questions we got to have the answers to. Um, you know we're always looking for solutions, and we got to come up with the, you know, solve the equation sometimes. But you know Sam's had a lovely haircut. It's started to grow out now. Coops is here, working silently away. Robbie's over there. It's the first time he's been quiet today. Terry's brought a briefcase in. You know, he's got four Japanese talking dogs in there. But you know, this is this is what we work with, and we'll continue to work hard.
1: Ah, oh, it's time for bizarre That's social media. I far, love we've that. We've finally got a stinger for it. We've got a got an intro to it. Four Japanese Speaking dogs. Speaking of which, Fitz just mentioned there the great Dave Baker. I mean, what a what player yeah. he was. He grew up. He was in the. He grew up in the next street from me and. What Obviously a, close to you as well Yeah, just yeah, around the corner And
0: then corner. Um, Yeah, a great, great player Very real Very well respected by everyone And, yeah. and a very, very tragic loss Yeah, it was it And was. a long I mean Very young Too young Yeah, so. exactly Yeah,
1: indeed uh, This week uh, I want to discuss the uh, Social media What The big one's been The art of sledging And the, the art of not sledging oh, uh, mm-hmm. Compared to uh, What uh, Dane Zorko uh, oh, I've heard a co-
0: I've heard a couple of Different versions Completely different Like completely And But there, there was average, I'd say, and yeah. don't worry, I am. I don't hold back, and I was not too bad, and I'm still not too bad at having a crack at someone. <laughs> don't hold back.
1: I'll so, worry. so, so, I come up with a magnets uh, top top three. Top here. three. So, so, so number three, I've got the great We who, who copped the beauty off uh, Daryl Coleman. Cull- uh, so, Warren, uh Coleman's come out the bat, and morning said, i I've, I've been waiting two years for another chance to." You know, another chance at you. Where Cullen replied to him, "Looks like you've been eating. Spent it eating those last two years, which is quite good."
0: It's like the Murphy's one with the biscuit, yeah, which yeah, we yeah, can't do yeah, yeah.
1: on here. <laughs> uh, yeah, some Bulldogs. Uh, Bob Murphy shared this one. Um, he said uh, there was a, an all-in brawl, and the, you know, the great pest uh, Stephen Baker just just uh, whispered in his ear, uh, "Do you have a sausage dog?" <laughs> and um, uh, Murph said he sort of ran around for thirty minutes with this in his head, going. How the hell does this guy know that I actually do have a sausage job? (laughs) Uh, Put him right off his game. He said it was a classic. That's a bizarre one. I know. Yeah, just put him off. Not even personal. (laughs) That's right. And uh, number one goes to the the great Michael Voss. Great player that he was. Uh, A double sledge. A good one here. First one was with uh, Shannon Burns down at the Cattery. So he actually stopped the game and asked the umpire whether... uh, Boonsy was actually part of the Oz Kicker Oz Kicker team. Quite, quite yeah,
0: and actually, stop the game, wait for the Oz Kicker to get <laughs> yeah, off the ground. Yeah, yeah.
1: and to his brother Brett, who was playing at St Kilda at the time, when he was playing for the Lions, so Brett was lining up for goal, and Vossi ran past and said, "My dad slept with your mother last night." <laughs> it might have been an for in there, but I won't say it. He uh, was pretty good, Voss too. Yeah, 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 really yeah, really good. Certainly was, Certainly was. So, time for a music break. I forgot one. Hi, this is Matt Joe Gao, and you're listening to Radio Caram, which is local community internet radio. And uh, we were having a chat about community radio earlier and how important it is to Melbourne, how important it is to the scene here, the music scene, but also the wider community. So check out Radio Caram, tune in. And welcome, welcome back. So welcome to our sponsor corner, our local business segment. And uh, we've actually got a local football volunteer with us as well tonight. So we've got James Bell from Property One. Uh, if anyone else would like to, to be on the show and plug their business and have a chat about local football, uh, just send us an email at info at
0: I like what you did there down in the corner, of the corner of the thing, eh? I like it. I see, mate, that's why you get paid the no bucks. You know? <laughs> that's
2: right. Hey? No.
0: that's genius. I've got some uh, alcohol in oh. the
2: beer, so it's quite handy mate. from Japan. Have a look at us.
0: Eh? One show in and we're drinking Japanese beer. <laughs> uh, first of all, welcome, Melly. Tell us a little bit about yourself, your business, and when's the time to buy or sell, and what are you telling your clients at the moment? Because it's crazy out there
3: in uh, real estate land. Jeez, it's uh, a question straight up, didn't they, <laughs> mate?
0: That's all I got. That's all I got, and I didn't even make that one up. That's grants. I just read them.
3: <laughs> now, nah, look, I mean, I've been around the area for um, forever. I'm a Patterson Lakes boy. Uh, went to Patterson Lakes Primary, Patterson River Secondary College. So, been, I actually played as we sit here at Karam. Uh, I actually started my junior career just out in the ovals here. Really? So, yeah, I tried to get them to name the wing after me, but. <laughs> No, I didn't quite come off. Okay,
0: but, uh, a couple more property sales, mate. You can have anything. <laughs> you can buy it. You money, can buy the wing if you want. It's for sale. <laughs> <sales>. <laughs> <laughs> it's for sale. Good
3: for uh, <laughs> Renovator's delight. So, yeah, no, I um, together with my business partner, Peter Hansen, we started Property One about five years ago. We've both been around the area in real estate for, for donkeys now. But, um, yeah, it's been good. I mean, like any real estate market is, it's up and down. Uh, and certainly this year has been a roller coaster so um yeah we started off t- i mean throughout covid they're all sort of predicting that it was going to drop by 30 percent when job keeper finished and all that sort of stuff but it went the other way and um and actually went up which was good for everyone and i, I suppose through in that time um real estate agents in general in the area and and all around we were selling property sight unseen basically which was um a bit unusual but You just roll with the times, I suppose.
0: I I spoke to a woman in Queensland because in COVID, I was buying a lot of fishing gear online (laughs) from Queensland, and she said the same thing. People are buying up there, never even been there, but just buying properties in Queensland. 100%, yeah. it's insane. That's just madness. You know what I mean? There was a
3: couple of properties I sold I didn't even step foot in. Wow. So it's just madness to think that it works that way, but that's the
0: way it was. Well, unfortunately, I had to sell my dad's house the other year, and, mate, for one... Slash two bedroom, probably fibro shack. On there it was near, but mate, they got good coin. It was just out of control. You know what I mean? It's just. So,
1: so, so anyone that's thinking of getting in the market at the moment, what what's your what do what you what's the basic? or what's the message that that you would convey to them at the moment? Is it time to jump in? Is it time to sit and wait for six months, twelve months? We've got we've got record inflation. Uh obviously, we are going to see things that are happening around the world as well. So uh, I know we're insulated a little bit here in Australia, but what's what? What's your thoughts? Do you jump in there? Do you wait? Or
3: Yeah, look, I mean, after the heights of the last couple of years that we've had, it's been a bit unprecedented. It certainly, you know, as soon as they started to put those interest rates up, people pulled back, you know, a bit of confidence was lost. And whenever we have a, a little bit of a downturn in the market, you know, all. sometimes all it takes is... You know the Herald Sun to write a bad article, and people pull back. But um, it's been a couple of months now, and you can see the confidence is returning. Maybe the prices that we were getting three, four months ago aren't quite there, but um, things roll on. And you know, even just in the last couple of weeks, um, some of the sales you're starting to see you know multiple offers on properties again, uh, and things like that. So. I suppose the scariest thing for a lot of people getting into the market is the interest rates. But I mean, you guys are a little bit older than me, but everyone will always tell you, oh, I remember back when it was 17% interest rates and things like that. Money is still so cheap. And I think that's the hard thing for people to wrap their heads around that have only had a mortgage for what, five years or, or so. So um, that's kind of um, the people getting used to that sort of thing. But that means I can't have smashed my smashed avocado on toast. Well, I mean, you might <laughs> like <laughs> Peter, like my parents word. always told me you got to make a few sacrifices. So that's
0: why I'm still a veggie might man myself. <laughs> eh?
3: Uh, Belly, also too, uh,
1: we've got you on the show for the other reason well, as well, is that um, you're doing some volunteer work down at Chelsea Heights, so just wanted to sort of get your feedback on how that's sort of gone, how you got sort of drawn into it, if you're enjoying it, and I know you've uh, sort of made some innovations down there as well, so how's that sort of gone?
3: Yeah, I'm actually um, really enjoying it. I suppose I got into it from um, Bully, who is now the coach down there, um, we've sort of junior footy we um we knew each other quite well and I've actually known Thwaitsey which you know probably Chelsea Heights through and through and um and the lockarts I suppose um, from junior days. so kind of got back involved in that side of things first of all sponsoring the club but um I actually really enjoy it like I missed playing footy from the age of 20 basically because I was doing real estate and doing opens on a Saturday rather than playing footy so I actually really missed that side of it, and that's what I probably enjoyed the most. But we're trying to, um, you know, like uh, Fitchy mentioned earlier, that these footy clubs are now becoming businesses, and they have to be run by businesses to be profitable and to keep to keep up with everyone else. So I think that's where I'm trying to help, um, you know, push the club in that direction. Um, a few innovations and things like that were... Um, we're working on a couple of things. One of the big things for next year is um, we're going to start the Hellfire Club uh, for the Heights, which.
0: Which is uh, a different Hellfire Club than I knew when I was growing up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and they made and
0: my head into a football, It's yeah. <laughs> fun. I, right I read, I thought, ooh, I'm, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Tell us about the Hellfire Club.
3: Yeah, maybe not up to a couple of those things. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but um, basically, I mean, there's all, you know, footy clubs have always had player sponsors, and I think that's getting a bit outdated. Um, what do you get for a player sponsor pretty much? So the Hellfire Club's going to be supporters, um, any, you know, sponsors and things like that to be a part of, past players, um, I think will be a big one. But basically we want to do is, you know, create this club that every Saturday, you know, through the sponsorship of the the Hellfire Club, there'll be a free barbecue for everyone to come down. And um, it'll be a good way for all the past players and old mates and supporters to get together again and, um, and catch up, which... I suppose every footy club has on a Saturday. Sounds, sounds good. Cool. No, I'm, in. So, <laughs> so, I'm in. I'm sounds always really in. Sounds really good. So, um, but yeah, there'll be a bit of free merch going on with all that as hey,
0: well. So. <laughs> hang on, everyone loves something free. It's funny how um, I, I sort of connected up with Billy through the footy club one night, and I don't know what I you, but uh, I, I, my dad and I we played golf with your father and your uncle, and we knew them. Um, Oh, for, for a long time ago, yeah, and yeah. being the genius I am, never put one and one together yeah, that, and realised that it was a relation. My dad said that to me the other day. He said, yeah.
1: that, Do you know James Bell? I said, Yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, I know his dad. Yeah, He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm the
0: same thinking, Oh, that's why, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm a chef and not much else. So. <laughs> yeah. But, so yeah, he's been that, like, I'm going to say, great asset. You know what yeah. I mean? And like I said, we need a businessman to come in and, and change things because you just can't keep up anymore. Yeah. You know, you need you need to be professional anymore. You can't just have your volunteers to roll down and do things. You need committed people to do that and have, and have ideas. You know what I mean? So Yeah,
2: that's exactly what Fitzy was just uh, talking about just then. Yeah. With EDS. So yep.
3: it's yep. a nice, uh, great
1: idea. Also, also, tell us about your other skill. You've, uh, you're in a band. Tell us a bit about that. <laughs> yeah,
3: so me and the great aunt Lewis, uh which many people would remember from uh chelsea was i think he was captain down there at one stage so shout out to louis if you're listening but um yeah so we've been we've had a band doing weddings and all that sort of stuff for about 16-ish years i reckon now so we um we did day on the green down the heights last year
0: Great day, yeah, great day, good. very good day. You
3: put a few away that day, didn't you?
0: <laughs> Plenty away that day.
3: Don't worry about that. I was pretty close to getting you up on the mic,
0: <laughs> mate. I can't sing for him. Shame, this horrible.
3: <laughs> so uh, no, that look. That's my little thing away from work, I suppose. Um, and yeah, we have fun doing that, and um, yeah, it's great. But uh, you need to get Louis on here.
0: Well, if he's listening, Louis, and you should be because we're going to give you a plug. We'll get him on. Uh, there's a few jingles you can make, or we'll just get you blokes on a. Do whatever you want It's yeah, fine Absolutely But Louis yeah, yeah. loves some stories I'm sure So we might sort of Get him in and It'll be in
1: an our Chelsea
0: show Well yeah Who knows eh? We'll work something out But yeah I'd love to have you on yep,
1: so. Sounds good Oh thanks for joining us
0: Thank you Thanks for having us on mate Well thanks <laughs> for Thanks for having us on
3: I've <laughs> taken over own. already oh, I'm serious,
0: <laughs> I know I'm, sa- I'm on the waters And I'm, I'm going to be I'll sack myself <laughs> Let's do it uh, Yeah thanks mate For coming on Really appreciate it um, Have fun We'll see you Saturday Yeah
3: Thanks, so us, guys. Go, yes. Heights. No worries. This
2: shall not be forgotten. The
1: hardest year, the wildest year, desperate and
3: divided
4: This should not be forgotten.
0: Right then. We're going his old man. I thought we we're going to touch him because he's about hundred years old. Smashed us. Hello, Aaron. Speaking. Hey, hey, Aaron, here are. he is. How are you, mate? Oh, thank
1: God. Welcome to local footy legends.
4: Thank you very much for having me. That's
0: oh, all right, mate. We couldn't find your brother, so we thought we'd interview you. <laughs> <laughs> that's
4: what, it. actually what? that's he
0: was supposed to jump oh, your brother. The other way around. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he got fined last week at the club for that too. Someone found out <laughs> and I, I told one person and got around EDS. So there's a mole in the ranks.
4: No, no, that's that is true. Absolutely.
0: Oh,
1: that's very funny. Uh, thanks for joining us, Aaron. So just tell us a bit about yourself, uh, what, what you do now, and uh, tell us a little bit about your growing up and your junior footy days.
4: Yeah, so um, currently now, boys, I'm you know, running a um, timber business, a building products company, ATS Building Products in Brayside. Uh, we supply a number of the builders in the local area. Uh, we supply a number of the civil infrastructure projects. Uh, like the Cross Yarra and uh, Metro Tunnel, um, Westgate Westgate Freeway, um, number of high rises um, in the city and around the place. Anywhere you find a crane on top of the building, we might have an involvement there. Uh, we've got about sixty staff working there, so yeah, quite a big operation just in Brisbane. Uh, as for the footy, um, yeah, just involved at EDS. I'm vice president. Uh, Got Peter O'Connor president there and my brother's um treasurer, yeah. So um yeah, still involved at footy at a local level.
0: That's good. It's good to see your involvement. And your brother annoys well I shouldn't say annoys, but he does annoy my wife Nicole who works at the back. They're like two old, old women who gossip all the time when they get in there. I know everything that's going on in your club. Just because yeah, he it, does
4: he, like it, I
0: know, he does it. He's a good man actually.
4: He's currently enjoying um, a bit of a break in Bali at the moment. So um, I
0: did speak with, to with him his... today, and he was—he uh, didn't want to ring. He just thought we'd have a bad line and make it for a bad interview. So he's lazing around Bali and having a few pin things. Yeah. So and t- no t- t- yeah.
1: Tell us about your junior junior footy days. How did you get into footy?
4: Yeah, yeah, I um, yeah I played at EDS as a as a junior. Um, got there. Um, I I went to Saint Louis to Montford and Aspendale and. Um, My two best mates, they'd started the EDS the year before, Peter O'Connor and Sean Gray, and um, I went down in the under-10s, I think it was 1978, and progressed through the juniors um, to the seniors. So, um, yeah, I have my um, mates to thank for getting me down to Oedafell-Espendale. Is that the great
0: Sean Gray? The great Sean Gray? the great
4: Sean Gray. I think you might have played a few games with him at Chelsea Heights. Yeah,
0: mate, he's a wonderful man, Sean, good bloke. Um, now, Very tell us name. about your, your father, your, your whole family legendary in the name, is fairly legendary in this area. Tell us about his association with the building, the Morty Footy Club and the Cricket Club as well, I think.
4: Yeah, so um, my father, probably a bit like me, um, he started, I think, um, from a cricket point of view, I think he started in the um, under-16s at Morty Alec when he was eight. Uh, yeah, you know, back in about I think it was nineteen fifty three he played his first game at, at Morty Alec. Uh, I think he's held every role, you know, off field and on field at Morty Allick, and he was instrumental in in starting the Morty Alec Sporting Club um, you know up the road, um, you know, commonly known as Morty HQ. Yep. As as for the footy, um, yeah he played uh, he played his junior football there, um, graduated to the VFA in the sixties. Uh, he became president, I think, in the early 80s. Might have been 1983. Uh, took them from bottom of the ladder to top of the ladder. So, unfortunately, he crashed out in the final. So, he only had um, one year at it. But I asked him why he didn't do longer. And he said he just got a bit sick and tired of the politics back then. So, um, yeah, so he had um, time there. And um, he travelled around a bit with his footy played at EDS I he had a couple of years at of Bomber Frankston Bombers where he was um captain coach there for might have been two years he played in the um you know the legendary side of Caram in the 70s I think when they won 38 games straight and um yeah he I, he came out of retirement even had a year with Frankston YCW I think in the late the late 70s so uh but he gave it up pretty early he gave it up by the time was we
0: 30 or something It's probably because He's played about 900 games Since he was <laughs> 8 <laughs>
4: hey?
0: I had a That's quick crazy. story About your old man and, and it's cricket related We played him Chelsea Heights versus Morty I think Come out All these young guns You know Seeing all these old blokes Thinking mate This is the easiest Grand final Anyone will see well, Mate your old man And his mob Absolutely slaughtered us yeah. Absolutely <laughs> killed us We've never been so humbled In the game of cricket In my life right. Good yeah, play no, It was
4: quite yeah. handy And he played um, With a few other Good players there In the day I think they were all The uh, Old timers, they used to enjoy A counter meal and a beer Before the, before a game of cricket And um, yeah, that was how they were brought up
0: Yeah, I think we missed the counter I'll meal play, bit We I'll just play, had the beers
4: I'll, I played
1: in that grand final, I think he worked me out in about five minutes He worked still, us all out He set that field and I was just like, I was gone
0: He looked at us and thought, <laughs> look at these young boys with no idea about anything in life And it was absolutely true, They got pounded
4: <laughs> <laughs> Was that the same day Was bowled off the side of the wicket too? Probably Yeah, probably yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, Aaron, t- t- tell us about um, how you got down to Melbourne. So you played under-19s and reserves, I, I, from what I was able to Google, uh, 1985 to 1987. Uh, and tell us about a few of the players that you would have rubbed shoulders down there. Would have been, They would have also gone on to bigger and better things.
4: Yeah, so um, I think in um, 1984, I, played, um, I was playing senior footy as a 15-year-old at EDS. And from there, I got invited down to Melbourne. 1985, I started off at EDS and um, lucky enough to um, join Melbourne halfway during that season uh, as a 17-year-old. Some of the blokes that I played, I think Gary Lyon was captain that year. Jimmy Steins came the year later, but um, a couple of other guys that I played a fair bit with was um, Glenn Lovett, the Phoebe brothers, um, Steve Strawbo Dwyer and um tony Campbell, i think ended up playing a lot of games at fullback for um for a footscray back then but um yeah i had um had three years there uh broke my ankle actually standing on goose's head um in a game playing against richmond and um that was in 1987 ended up swapping switching to saint kilda um Back then, they could um, actually take you off the list and um, still keep you as a player. But um, I knew Johnny Beveridge, and he got me down to St Kilda. I played a couple of games there, but um, couldn't get fit. ended up Ended up walking back into um, walking back at EDS. Um, the latter half of um, 1987 ended up playing in a winning grand final against Rosebud. Oh, yeah. So, which, so um,
1: in, the, in the how many reserves games do you reckon you played at Melwood? Sorry. Mate. How many reserves games do you reckon you played at Melbourne?
4: Uh I wasn't that many. I think it was only about five or six.
0: Did you play with Smutley at all?
4: Yeah, I played with Smutley. I'm glad you mentioned Smutley because um, Smutley's a very good mate of mine. We um, have fond memories of picking Paul up, you know, most Saturdays. Um, and, um, Smitty, you know, used to enjoy himself, and um, you could s- smell the whiff of. Um, Hail on his breath as he, as he got in the <laughs> car But it, it didn't seem to um, Affect his form because he was um, An exceptional player and um, I think that first year He made the Australian Teal Cup side Which was a, a fantastic Effort um, he, he probably um, he, we, we talk about it A bit he probably should have done better um, But Back then there wasn't the support I know he got drafted to Sydney's the Sydney Swans I think in about 1988 or 89 and um, he arrived at the airport expecting someone to pick him up and there was no one there so Jeez. had to find his own way to the ground and um, find his own accommodation and um, yeah it was a bit different back then than it is now
0: Absolutely, two quick stories about Smitty, absolutely true Run around doing laps at Chelsea Heights Stops at the old club club rooms Pulls down his sock And pulls out the biggest carrot you've ever seen Couple of chomps on it Sticks it back in The absolute truth i swear my kid's life Does a couple of of weeks later Same thing Pulls his sock down Pulls a rack of lamb I'm not joking A rack of lamb Not a six pointer You know Pull it Probably a two point rack of lamb Two big bites on a rack of lamb Straight down his pocket Keeps doing laps Mate I've played with that guy He's just Mate Just the things he could do and like it was, it was incredible football. He should have gone a long way, but um, I mean that's what that's what happens in life. Like you said, you're not supported. Supported? It's a different way now. So well,
1: I've got another quick story uh, about Smartly. Went and saw North Melbourne and Melbourne back in the old days of reserves play. Obviously before the seniors uh, got there. And Smartly at fullback, and I could see him looking up at the screen. And back in the day, they used to put the race results, the old race results, up in the. Up on the scoreboard And I could see him Looking up at the, at the Race results And just shaking his head <laughs>
0: <Just> not, <laughs> Very funny Three, 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 three legs in a second Yeah three legs in a second the Whole the story yeah. um, 91 to 94 You end know, up at Pran, Who were a pretty strong Club back in the VFA How, did you, how was that And who was uh, Who was your coach there Um.
4: Yeah 91 to 94, went to Paran. I, I got there on the back of um, Roddy Cutler, who's a good mate of mine. He's the hairdresser to the stars. Oh, yeah. oh, oh mate.
0: And, I and, and <laughs> the bloke that broke my heart because I should have kicked the goal <laughs> to put us into the grand final. But that's another story of Let It Go.
4: Yeah. So, yeah, um, actually, funnily enough, played against Rod in 1989 when we beat, EDS beat Chelsea in the in the grand final. But um, our parents were actually good friends growing up and still are to this day, uh, our mothers, actually. And, um, yeah, so he was at Peran and um, I had a link there and another guy by the name of Mick Dunn, who was an um, ex-Chelsea footballer and more recently the Mount Eliza president. He actually recruited me to Perran. I actually knew a few guys down there. There was a few guys. Um, Melbourne had a bit of an affiliation there as well. So uh, I knew a few guys there. So, yeah, ended up going down there. In '91, under um, BT Brian Taylor, so he was recruited there after um, finishing up at Collingwood at in 1990. There's a lot of fanfare uh, around his appointment. Uh, we didn't really um, hit our straps until 1992, '93, I think, when we played in finals. And um, in 1994, we went into recess um, yeah, where they couldn't couldn't pay their debt, so um, they went into recess. And ended up at um, Sandringham for 1995 and 96.
1: Yeah, well, t- tell us a bit about that. So, was that a, like a forced uh, club change, was it?
4: Yeah, well, Peran um, stopped st- stopped trading after 1994. They went into the recess in 1995. Um, and I think ended up going into the amateurs in 1996 under, I think it was State Bank Peran. Uh, but, yeah, 1995, I my way to Sandringham, a fellow by the name of Johnny Clarkson, who had been involved at Paran. He, he um, was um, on the selection committee, I think he was runner at, at Sandringham. He rang me up and said, would I like to come down? And uh, it was either Sandringham or Frankston. So I chose Sandringham, had a couple of years there under Tom Alvin. And, but... Um, Decided to, i would know, had my time. 1997, I decided to come back. Mainly because, um, you know, the training was, you know, you know, taking a fair chunk of, of my week out. I think we trained four times a week and played on either the, played generally on the Saturday. Played a lot of, seemed to play a lot of TV games on the Saturday. And after the Saturday, you'd always play, you'd always train on the Sunday. So, um, you know, wasn't um, was not what it was cracked out to be as far as
0: you know work life balance? What and and if just uh, if you're listening, Rod, eh, throw some money this way. Have you, <laughs> do you do you ever catch up with him? Ever hear from him? I mean, when you're oh. doing Sally Jesse Raphael and all that, it's like, and he was a oh, mate. I never thought he'd make that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I've seen him play footy. He could be a little. Uh, He'd be, you
1: know it's a bit of
0: a hotter. hand Yeah, absolutely With that haircut He used to wear at rib mix in South Yarra And <laughs> um, yeah, he used to look at the rooster He was a good looking rooster He loved it too Yeah,
4: um, yeah no, he's travelling alright now
0: Yeah, i sure he is <laughs> Now, the Halcyon days, EDS 87, yes. 89 The characters uh, you play with The Wrights, the Dales and everything Mate, that would have been uh, an amazing time to play footy
4: yeah, we we had a we had a really good side back in 1987. Uh, after 1986, uh, when um, Somerville beat them in um, the grand final, um, down down I think was played at Rye. Uh, 1987, uh, yeah, it was a really good year. I came back, as I said, after um, you know in, getting injured at Melbourne. But you know, Brett Wright is probably the best player I've, I've played with. At EDS, Um, what a lot of people don't know about Brett was he he was probably the best trainer and the fittest bloke there as well. And um, the most disciplined bloke, he'd never really bothered fighting blokes, even though, um, yeah, they'd try to whack him. But Butcher, he had hands like plates. He just marked everything. And, um, yeah, I think back then he was playing the back line. But a couple of years later, he turned to the forward line and and kicked 100 goals as a forward. You know, blokes like Ricky Hart, who um, with us. God bless him, and um, you know, Chrissy moulton Weasel, and uh, everyone's favourite Alan Glanville. He was running round two in 1987. But um, my brother um, you might you might know this or you might not. My brother actually played in um, two premierships that year. He captained the under 17s.
0: No, he didn't and- notice. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I've, I've got to get I've got to give him a I've got to give him a wrap and um yeah how we, how he came to play in two flags we uh, had a drawn preliminary final against Frankston YCW after raised by the in the second semi and one of our players Paul Clossy I think he booked the holiday I booked his honeymoon uh, the week after the grand final but when we played the draw that put paid for that so um Uh. We, my brother ended up playing in the grand final against Rosebud, who we turned the tables on after they beat us in the second semi. But yeah, back in 1989, we recruited a bloke named Peter Bardell, who was an absolute superstar in the VFA back then, and another guy, Paul Medala, I think they kicked um, nine goals and five goals in the 1989 grand final against Chelsea. Oof. Yeah, we had another guy there by the name of Timmy Smith who was a freak that could do anything in the forward line. Obviously, Brett Wright was was our captain. He was still in sensational form. And other guys like, um, you know, Rhys Conlon recruited him, Mickey Bartholomew, Brucey Mullen. Yeah, and we still had all, all the local guys there, Um, like, um, you know, Teddy, Teddy Turner and probably the, the biggest Story came out to come out of that game was a bloke by the name of Dale Dasher Moulton, who was um, uh, Weasel's older brother and uh, cousin to Butcher. Uh, He actually beat cancer the the previous year, Um, didn't play in 1987 or 88, and was um, named best on ground in our winning grand final. So that that was. that's sensational. That really good. Yeah,
0: yeah brilliant. So, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's a great
1: story. Yeah. Um. Do, do you have any stories of the power brokers back then? Obviously, there was no salary cap. And uh, did you get a decent quid yourself?
4: Yeah. Well, we we did have a couple of high flyers um supporting the club, but unfortunately, I didn't see any of it. Um, <laughs> being one, one of the local boys, I, I think at the time I might have been getting 150 bucks a game, which is probably probably not not bad money, but um. Yeah, we had a, one, of, one of our characters, and he's still involved in the club now, is a bloke by the name of Billy Turner. Uh, Billy Turner was um, flying quite flying high and going quite well back in the day and um, we were going so well in 1987. Uh, we actually... Um, he was instrumental in funding a fair, fair portion of our... Uh, Trip away! I think we went to Hawaii. To about fifty-five blokes and their wives went to um, or well, some of their wives went to Hawaii. And uh, 1989, I think we followed up in going to Hawaii and and Los Angeles. But one story about Billy, I think it was in 1986. The boys were sitting in the pub. I think it was after the the um the grand final in 1986. So I was sitting in the pub and I think he said to him. Who's got their passport? And then there was about eight or nine of them drinking at the pub and six of them ended up flying to Philippines on Billy just for the <laughs> just for the week.
0: Jesus. And we went to what, Corowa? We <laughs> <See? laughs> Where is it? What a puppet. You're a lot of for. Hey, that's great. That's, I mean, that's just good if you've got someone involved. That's uh, some good. And,
1: yeah. and from memory, it, did he invent or was involved in the yeah. in the compact disc back then, back in the day? Is that right?
4: Yeah, I think you, I, Yeah, I think you had a business to, Something to do, do with that, yeah Yeah, I thought so So you, you
0: yeah. later went to, on to Coach Morty For I think six years was, Were you playing coach like, Were you playing then or you retired then? And yeah How did you get back oh, to the, the club that uh, the, the original club where your old man come from? Yeah, I
4: would probably um, 2000, 2003 was my last year Lee Carpenter actually coached 2003 And um 2004 and 5 I Ended up Being an assistant coach To um, Rhys Conlon Who um, Coached the club Back then And uh, 2006 I was approached By a mate of mine Wayne Fuller The bug I think is The involved bug out. We all know yeah. the bug Yeah He's had more clubs Than Jack Nicholas, So <laughs> <laughs> He was, he, he was um, He's a power broker Down at Morty Elegant And Still is Or so He'd like to think he is He he approached me so I threw my hat in the ring I knew a lot of the I knew a lot of the people um, Back there and um, You know it's a fantastic club My my pop was actually Secretary there from about 1958 To 1970 I think my um, As I said my father was president there for For a while and my mum was heavily involved There as well uh, knew a lot, Knew a lot of the You know old supporters and had a bit of an affiliation uh, playing, you know, with my involvement at the Memorial Crew Club. So, put my hat in the ring and I got there and everyone decided to leave. So, I didn't know whether that was a good thing or a bad thing. So, <laughs> we battled, um, we avoided relegation the first year and, you know, we made some improvements, I think, by the third or fourth year over to make finals and you know, after the sixth year I think we missed out on the finals after not having um, you know any ground for the first half of the year but um, I'd had enough by then that was 2011 and um, I got asked to um go back go back to EDS and um, yeah had had no hesitation in getting back there
1: yeah so under 19 she took on the under19s for five years so what was sort of the inspiration in getting involved in that? Was it to lead young men, or
4: yeah, just always had a passion about look, looking after the, the young kids. Just you know, I know when I was at EDS, you know, they always had um, yeah a, a desire, you know, for recruiting from within, I suppose. And I just wanted to make sure, you know, that the, the young kids got you know opportunities to play senior footy. Yeah, i pushed them up pretty hard. We had Graham Yates coaching um, coaching um, sort of when I, when I took over the under-19s role and, um, yeah, probably over the course of, of my coaching career, probably about, yeah, maybe 25, 25 kids, probably a dozen of them now are still playing senior footy, so... Um, yeah, it's some something I can hang hang my hat on, but um, yeah, just like to see young kids uh, uh, you know doing well, and um, you know if I can influence them in becoming good people, becoming good citizens, yeah, that's even better.
0: Absolutely, you can be a good footballer, but being a better person is is more important than anything.
4: Um, Correct, mate.
0: Now, finally, you're a keen cricketer and a pretty good one. Uh, you've recently played 450 games for all, Is that right?
4: And he is still yeah. playing? Uh,
0: um, so what's the game? What's where are you then when you cricket?
4: Yeah, I think I'm still playing. Um, yeah, next next season. Uh, it's either that or the garden. So uh, I'll take the <laughs> cricket out every time. But yeah, I think I might be. I don't know something around four sixty. One of my older mates that I played a lot of cricket with earlier, by uh, the name of Nooker Campbell. Uh, he's played about five hundred and fifty games and um, doesn't. Doesn't look like stopping But um,
0: He really hates the garden Doesn't he <laughs>
4: yeah. Hey? yeah I think he enjoys the social More than anything But um, Yeah So looking forward to that Just Playing the seconds With a couple of mates And um, You know Again just Bringing A few of the young kids along To play To play senior cricket
0: You still hitting them all right?
4: Um, I'd like to think so. If I don't hit my right, it means I have to run. So I don't do much running these days. <laughs>
0: that's smart. That's smart. You get smart as you get older, not, not, not sillier. Um, now, that's about all we've got for you. I just want to thank you for coming on. I just want to say you're, uh, I, and this is no disrespect at all. You can be a polarizing person. Uh, as you grew up You know what I mean yeah. Because people Well listen Someone said to me today He's one of the most arrogant people I've ever met in my life And I thought That was harsh from your mum When I rang her up To get your number Okay <laughs> <laughs> So well, I I personally know you As just a, a very wow. humble guy And all, you've always been nice to me And you have absolutely Absolute yeah. gentleman um, Even when I rang you the other day I said you know We ring like a local footy legend. He goes, "Why you ringing me?" So he's a very humble man. Aaron put a lot into local footy, the sport, the whole family, and it's people like you is why you're on the show because you are a, a local footy legend and and like the sporting uh, area around here would be lost without your family's involvement over the, over the many years. So we thank you for coming on, and it's been a pleasure for us to talk to you and
4: hear hear, hear about your journey. Yeah,
1: and we might see you on Saturday. You going to you down at Mordialloc on Saturday? Chelsea Heights are playing down there.
4: Uh, I think I yeah, I think I'll be going with puppet. Yeah, be, uh, <laughs> yeah. To... No, thanks for having me, boys. No I really problem. appreciate it, and, and good luck with the show. Yeah, thanks, mate.
0: Thanks very much. Appreciate it.
4: Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank mate. Bye bye. Bye bye.
1: Thanks, Aaron. Uh, Aaron Martello. Um, if you want to give us a call, 0423 388 897 Cod's just fine. <laughs> He's not happy. We have a music break. We didn't even get to use the jingle, Grant. What's I'm the happy jingle?
2: That. Well, the jingle, if you want
0: to call us. Oh, we did too. Oh, okay, no. There go. We've got okay. a jingle for jingle. the jingle. Go. Go, jingle on. Ah, <laughs> oh, see done here? Put some thought. It's only a stretch. Put <laughs> <laughs> a lot of thought into these jingles,
4: today. isn't it?
2: yeah. I feel a lot better now.
1: <laughs> well, we'll have another music break, eh? Hey? Yeah, we certainly will. Yep. Hi, my name's Paul Kennedy, and I'm a sport reporter for the ABC, and when I'm not listening to the ABC, I listen to Radio Caram. Tune in and enjoy. Uh, we're back. So if anyone wants to call us, 0423 uh, And Dave, don't
0: ring. Dave, Lee, do, if you're not do not ring unless you're at work sober, okay? If you're not at work, you'll be on your third bottle by now. Uh, we
1: we're just talking, it is our EDS show, and we we're just talking about some of the great days and some of the great players. And uh, Aaron just brought up some great names um, that he was just talking about then, you know, you know the Brett, Brett Wrights and the Butch Styles, et cetera. Uh, amazing. And, uh, Cod, you were talking about uh, the great Brad Watson. You had a story about the great Brad Watson, played at EDS? Yeah, I was lucky enough for I was field umpiring.
2: Uh, on the day And uh, Brad was playing And he got tackled Quite wrong <laughs> And was drilled into uh, You know how they had the turf In the middle of the pitch The, the clag Potter. <laughs> that it. it was quite hard So a big smile on my face So he got drilled straight into the ground And he I uh, looked at me He goes "Coach, it's a free kick And I have looked at him and said Play on <laughs> was, uh, he, was he a mate of yours? Yeah Still is Still is <laughs> <Yeah>. Lucky <laughs> But uh it was a, it was always a pleasure to see EDS in the uh, late eighties and the early nineties, umpiring them yep. it was a great standard of football. And uh, Todd was mentioned even like, you know, against Chelsea. It was great. Like, you know, when you got those games, you're umpiring those ones. Well- and uh, you'd run around, and you had to push the crowd off the ground.
0: Well, that's what you went. That's if it was a Sunday game, and yeah. there was nothing else on, you went wherever they were playing. You went because you knew you were going to get a, a super high. Expect you didn't know who win though. I don't know. I can't. I don't know the wins losses ratio. But you knew, and the superstars from both sides are on, on. at local footy, it's like I said, it's at the peak. You know what I mean? I don't think we'll. See footy like that again The mm. intensity And the rivalry So I hope they bring it back If they play next year Each other
2: yeah, I hope they great. do
0: something like that Because it's, it's worth going to And it gets crowded crowd in Because yeah. like you said You pick your side you're, you're EDS Or you're Chelsea No matter what club you pay for so.
2: Yeah but no good thing About EDS Was that you'd go After the game You'd go into the bar You'd stay there Have a few beers and then you go back to the magnet And so by the time you got to the magnet You're quite relaxed yeah. Oh mate The, the last <laughs> few
0: years With Paul's involvement With the Like the Bendigo Bank Yep Do we drop the Bendigo Bank as a sponsor Or something no, like we that can, we can drop yeah, okay. Yeah. okay The Bendigo Bank At our Gardens Where Nicole worked
2: oh, did, Paul's Did uh, Bendigo Bank Did they look at uh, Property One as well Didn't they I think so they're Property not. One I think they're all in cahoots But I'm not yeah.
0: sure Um I've lost what I was going to say. Then, anyway, Bendigo Bank, go for it. Property one, don't forget that either.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, We're well, hoping we can get it. We're going to try and get Streaker Marine. What yes, I think the um, brat? John.
0: brat John, John Close, John. How good am I John going from and, and
1: Cod's thinks he's getting a new boat out of it, so that'll be interesting. He's getting a
0: free boat. If you Is that g- right? if you give him a message this week, <laughs> I'll give him a call. <laughs> And we really like we just call him home and we'll get him in and as a sponsor and then um, then we're gonna, we'll go through the following week. Yeah. So next,
1: next next week we're having a
0: next week a Bond Beach A Bond Beach. Show. So we're going to oh, ring oh, Paul Smith who i was speaking to today who's yep. super keen on it loved it thinks it's a great idea more than happy to come on. We'll give him a ring and see how his club I think they're going they're flying along at the moment. He's not,
1: he's not a Peter O'Connor then.
0: Uh, he works for Josh but he works <laughs> for our coach. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, and then we're going to get the legendary, he, although he doesn't know it yet, Trevor McLean True. on. of oh, yeah. great. Oh, another, great a, another good sportsman, good footballer, great good cricket. cricketer, yeah. and just yeah. an absolutely terrific bloke. Yeah, Love Trevor. Cool. Actually played a few games with him. We we started a, a fake brawl one day and everyone <laughs> panicked. And the umpires come from everywhere. We just laugh and stuff like that. Yeah. Great man, Trevor. So I'm yet to ring him and get him on, but um, if you're listening, Trevor, you're on next week. <laughs> <Something> <laughs> That's that. good. And the week after that, I don't know. Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea? or I'm looking at, and then after that, I was speaking to uh, Dale Carpenter the other week, and maybe Pines, and the great legendary Strop Neil. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's a name we haven't yeah, heard yeah. Big, big, tall ruckman and yeah, him went away the other week So I sort of mentioned it to him So I haven't got the details Because I don't do any research or homework ever yep. um, But I'll find it somewhere Someone will know, know someone so. Yeah,
1: that'd be fantastic
0: That's on next week, the Bomb Beach show
1: Ma- Maybe we could <laughs> ring Rod Cutler in LA or Hollywood Or wherever he is one day <laughs> Mate it would be,
0: be New York, wouldn't it? New York I am yeah. telling you, there's a story Mate's So probably. we're playing, I can't remember So I don't have memory in the finals, we need to Dufton. win this. Doveton, we need to win this to get in the grand final. Because it was yeah. that Hallam, wasn't it? It was at Hallam. Yeah. So Big Smitty gets to me. I'm playing at full, full forward. I've kicked. Oh, look, that's May on it. I've kicked 48 <laughs> three for the year. So. <laughs> uh, oh, dead eye. And dead eye, dead eye dick. I didn't miss, right? right? So it comes out. It's on the left hand side of the half forward line. I've run out there and here it is. I can see it already. The ball's coming. It's perfectly weighted by Smitty. I've got the good hands. I'm turning around. I never led too far out because why would you? That's stupid. (laughs) Kick the distance and stuff. And I'm thinking, I'll do this. I turn around. The heights are in the grand final for the first time in a million years. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden, Rod Cutler comes across, (laughs) takes the mark in front of me. I'm shattered. My dream's broken. (laughs) It's all right. The siren goes. The cuts. It was a pretty hard man. He's lost it. He's in tears. Goes back, lines up, sprays it for a point. That's the end of it. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I ever got to a grandfather in my entire life. Mm. Yeah. And he's... That, yeah. But have a look. What's he ever done in his life after that? <laughs> <Hey>? <laughs> uh, the two contrasts. <laughs> hey? I'm flying and he's just somewhere rich in Hollywood with people. Yeah, so. yeah, I yeah. yeah, Exactly. Yeah. Right. I, bet exactly he, right. I bet he doesn't think of that story very often as much as I do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, it's almost to wrap. I think. Unless we're going to play another uh, another little ad, we're going to play another
0: ad. Now nah, let's get Billy and Louie do some jingles. Let's uh, get our own jingles hey, up. Next my week jingles are quite good, mate. No, they're they're good. I like them. They're, they're, they're good. Do we play our sponsor ones?
1: Let's play let's play another sponsor. And we'll,
3: and
0: Probably play, we'll play our sponsor. Back one.
1: And we'll wrap it up. Yeah, keep talking. Keep talking.
2: Yeah,
0: mate. Well, we better play a sponsor one because they're the one who pays for us to pay not pay anything. Okay. <laughs>
4: Don't worry
2: about a thing
0: Cause Atticus Health will make make you feel feel alright Don't worry about a thing Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright If you got a tummy ache or you don't feel right
3: Oh, oh
4: we have, have a nasty
0: rash <laughs> keeping you up at night <laughs> don't, worry <laughs> don't worry about a thing don't worry
2: because <laughs> atticus health
0: will make you <laughs> feel all right
4: come on freddy's K- kitchen in station K- street for a coffee, coffee. And something nice to eat Yeah, the, yeah, the pizzas, pizzas are, are great In fact, all the food rates Down at Freddy's Caram
0: Station Street Come on, come on, come on Down to Freddy's now Come on, come on, come on, come on Down to Freddy's now
5: <laughs> It's a pizza It's a mystic pizza Alright,
1: that's all that's a wrap Ah, uh, We've got A... FLW starting tomorrow night. Do we? Into the the women's. Uh, Do we? We've got Chelsea Heights. I'll
0: be watching some documentaries tomorrow night. (laughs) Chelsea Heights. Oh, with the misogynist (laughs) in him. (laughs)
1: Chelsea Don't Hots- even ask me about it. Chelsea once Dovedon on Saturday down at Morty I can't wait to see that game. I really can't. It's an old rival of the Heights, so oh, it's yeah. gonna be an amazing, amazing game.
2: Well Todd just touched on it a little bit in his junior. Oh, yeah. Well yeah. cuts uh, cut him off.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Mate,
0: I've got I've got a lot of stories to talk about Doveton and those clubs, and it's not all good. It's never <laughs> no, good. Uh, no. I mean if you like getting beaten up and just smashed and getting flogged. I've got the stories for you yeah.
2: But it was good to hear about EDS tonight I yeah, really it was good. enjoyed it, it was good. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah I
0: mean, that, that's the whole point Every, every club's got their legend mm. um, And some, you know, like these guys it, it Had it Go fast forward 30 years They'd be playing AFL Smitty and all these guys yeah, But they exactly. just probably didn't have the support or the way to go And you know what I mean Yeah, exactly and, Yeah. So, yeah, but, you know they, You hang your head on what you do And they do it pretty well So it's good yeah. to have them on oh, That's Very good
1: true. Thanks, uh, Aaron Martello, Mark Fitcher. Mark Fitcher especially. Thank uh, you, Mark. James Bell, who's still James here. James Bell, he's property one. He's hung around. He's he's uh, drinking his Kieran. Uh,
3: there was a there. couple of free beers on of free offer, beer so I them. hung around.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've got – actually, if it, I know you can't see because it it's not a visual show, but I'm on the water oh. still. In a water by Bendigo the Bendigo, Bendigo Bank. Bank.
3: <laughs> How have you put yourself on that diet during finals time?
0: It's, uh, well – I go home and go out the back shed and just drink <laughs> out of a cheap bottle of Plonk and no one knows me, just take a couple of mints. <laughs> because my, my kids have never seen me savour any, so they don't even know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm not... Uh, mate, I'm not a smart man. <laughs> anyway, yeah. thanks for having us, yeah, guys. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Hopefully, um, thanks, boys. thanks, Codge, uh, thanks, GR, thanks, Belly, and um, next let's hope next, week. next This time bomb next week. Bombay Show. Bombay bomb Show, get I on I onto like it.
4: it. I like it. Welcome to, to local, local Football, football Legends! legends.